Welcome to Finding Fit, a podcast by three best friends and business partners. We're holding nothing back and we apologize in advance. I'm your host, Angela Beeler. And I'm your host, Katherine Ballas. And I'm your host, Emily Field. So grab a cup of coffee, take a shot of whiskey, or pour your favorite glass of Prosecco. And join us for a conversation about finding your place in this crazy world. And this this is Finding Fit. (laughs) That was good. That was a hundred percent improvement, even though it was still wrong. No, I said you're in the DJ spot. <laughs> Y'all can just do that for me every time. <laughs> oh, now I'm gonna rap because I can and I sound like a robot. Attention, passengers. Uh, this is Catherine. I'll be your flight attendant this evening. <laughs> this one is you for you. Are ever annoyed with me, <laughs> guys? We literally just took up ten minutes with that. Um, well, uh, well worth it. Yes. Uh, <laughs> those of you who are watching, um, obviously, you see that we have a new setup here—a new Finding Fit setup. We are in a different studio. We have an engineer. We, Gabby. Are, Yes, but we've decided her name is the gift of Gabby. Yes, the gift yes. of Gabby. We've got Ab- Gabby back there who is engineering this whole thing. We've got Kelly who's grabbing some content for social media. We got the whole setup. Yeah, so it's a brand new studio here in Waco, Texas. Uh, and excited that they're here. Yeah, I hope what this allows us to do is just be more consistent with our episodes. Yeah. Yeah. Gabby, <laughs> help. Well, I think part of it, we said it in the past, you know, we were our own production team. And so the podcast is a pet project. It gets the least of us. And when things get busy, it requires a lot of time that we just don't have. So Mm -hmm. it's been hard. Um, But hopefully this will help create an efficiency that will allow us to produce more content. Yeah, Yeah. because these guys are literally doing all of it. So it takes us out of it. We just get to sit here and play. Lay with things like this. It wasn't just finding the time to get together and discuss topics, or it was always the back end. Like, right. and then once it's recorded, then it's actually getting yeah. it to you where you can see it or listen to it. So, yes, I do want to make a mental note Huge. next time I do have to be in your seat. I, I can't handle th- I cannot handle this. Okay, here. so I, if th- I'm great with that. I would like this. Though. Oh, for sure. I okay. don't. I don't want that. So yeah, we'll that just can go on we'll the other just side. flip it. Yeah, I'll go over there. Okay, yes. perfect. Okay. Well, I'm glad y'all are here today. I do feel weird talking to y'all. <laughs> glad so. y'all are here today. Yeah. Thank you for thanks joining for, me. Thanks yeah. for coming to my show. Um, no, this is Finding Fit. Welcome. It does feel weird for me to be on this side of the table, so I'll gladly switch with you next time, Angela. Yeah. What are we here to talk about, ladies? I was going to ask the same thing. Yeah. Well, um, what we are here to talk about is just to remind our listeners, we are in a season called All the Ships, Mm -hmm. S-H-I-P-S, and we are basically taking all ships and discussing them. So we have talked about what? What were some of our- Friendship. Mm -hmm. Relationship. We talked with you and Tommy. With Emily and Tommy. We we did a behind the scenes at Recon. Remember, we like had a Uh studio audience. I don't know how that one turned out. That might be called friction ship. <laughs> uh, I don't know. It, wreck ship. Yeah, ship wreck. Ship wreck. Ship wreck ship. Yeah. Uh, I, practically, I don't know like the audio and all that worked. Mm-hmm. Um, but also, I, I don't know. I don't know that we worked. I don't think. I don't think we were our best selves. Uh, there was which a is fine. lot 
going on. There's a lot going on. We had to flip the room. Remember, mm. it was really stressful. We had to wear two mics. Yes, that's what I'm saying. I don't think the audio was the best. <laughs> oh, right. And then we asked the, the people in the studio to not talk. And so right. we, then it was just... And that got really overemphasized, like, but, a lot. <laughs> but then we throughout. just had quiet fans. <laughs> yeah. Quiet yeah. quiet studio audience. Then we needed the buttons to, like, cheer or right. applause. Yes. Yeah, because so they weren't responding at all. We learned a lot. Mm -hmm. And I think that that was a learning yeah ship. i still think we should try to figure out if it's salvageable yeah. because you know we want to keep it real even when things aren't real pretty yes um, and that episode definitely was not real pretty for a lot of reasons but um so we're sort of in continuum here there's a lot of options that we want to talk about in terms of all the ships but um we did want to pause and uh kind of bring everybody into the light here uh, to talk about and set the scene for maybe why we're talking about the mothership today. The mothership is our phrase, our nickname, actually given to us by our refit community. That's what they call our stu studio and HQ here in Waco, Texas. Mm -hmm. And so whenever instructors or fans come and visit the refit studio, they often call it coming to the mothership or returning to the mothership. And so I thought we could spend the day talking about um, maybe how that mothership got created, mm -hmm. how it, it literally got erected, um, w some of the life moments, the funny moments that, that have happened there. And the reason I think it's important for us to do this right now is because in that moment of reflection, what I hope we find is um, a lot of joy and a lot of laughter that has been had in that space. Because this past week we experienced some devastating grief in, in our home, in our Refit HQ studio, in the mothership. It was not something that any of us had ever planned for, nothing that any of us could have even remotely been prepared for. And so I just want to pause and take a moment to, to say this episode is, is dedicated to our shining light, Kathy, who was unexpectedly... Um, who unexpectedly passed away while visiting the Refit studio, mm -hmm. doing what she loved, dancing mm -hmm. and being part of our community. And um, we are just a little over a week from that event, um, from her passing. And in in the past few days, we've experienced um, a real palpable sense of community mm -hmm. and what it means to be cared for and loved by um, and to stand in the grief and the pain together. Mm -hmm. And so that is what this episode is about. Hopefully it will help us take that grief, that sadness, and repurpose it into remembering and reflecting on the joy mm -hmm. that we've had and that will continue. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, when I hear the word mothership, even outside of refit context, you know, you think of like a, a safe haven, mm -hmm. like a place that takes care of you and holds you near and that is what our community has done yeah. not just for us but but for each other and mm -hmm. it's who we've always been so it was kind of this moment in the last week that really highlighted the very core of refit mm -hmm. and if if that event had happened 10 12 years ago the the heart of refit would have responded the same way mm -hmm. you know it was it was a it was a a showcased moment of really not just what refit is, but who mm -hmm. it is. Mm -hmm. And yeah. And everybody <laughs> feels a part of the mothership. Yeah. Right. You know exactly what you're saying. Like it's not our mothership. Yeah. We are not the mothers of the ship. <laughs> uh, 
it is a group collaborative effort Mm -hmm. and it's why when one person is not there or when there is loss the whole entity feels it right Mm -hmm. so yeah well and I think you know just kind of stepping in um we built that building for our people for our community and from top to bottom from the moment of its inception we always wanted it to be a place that felt like home and I think, how long have we been in the building now? We uh, acquired it in 2017, and we moved in in 20, October 2018. Mm-hmm. So five years. Mm-hmm. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Is that quick and dirty math? Literally five years, like, in a couple weeks. Like yeah. October 24th. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so in that five years, we've seen a lot, you know, but what? That feels like last year. <laughs> you know, it does. It feels like two years ago wow, wow, and it was wow. five, which means I moved from my mid thirties to my late in that time. Uh-huh. So that's not two years ago. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, what a, what a transition. I mean, that's for all of us, the past five years have been really instrumental in terms of our growth and our community and our depth and all of that. But I, I want to go back a little bit because I think we have to be very honest, which is to say that. Do I need my chipmunk voice? No. I can start talking. <laughs> no, 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 no. Um, when we when we grew out of the church, okay, mm-hmm. I'm going to go back there. Okay. When we grew out of the church, teaching fitness classes there. When we were trying to find our own fit. We were. We were trying to find our own fit. We were teaching all over Waco. We then moved into our first studio off of Richland Drive, mm-hmm. which was a place that we rented. Mm-hmm. Yes, borrowed space. Yes. Yeah. Least. Least. Yeah. And I don't know, you guys probably remember how big was it? It, it was sixteen hundred uh, square feet. The whole thing was thirty five hundred. The floor itself was like sixteen mm-hmm. two thousand. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah, the whole the whole place was the size of our current studio. Yeah. And I kind of feel like that was a moment where, where it was our first step towards turning a hobby into a business. Because yeah. now we were on the line for things like rent. And selling membership. Yeah, and like looking up like cable providers. <laughs> and who can give us some internet? That was a big deal. Was yeah. cable provider. <laughs> we contract. We just name other utilities. Yeah. <laughs> Who's going to power this building? <laughs> Water. Is there only one? Are there other options? Yeah. I know. And I remember we like taped off the lights and we spray painted the ceiling oh, ourselves. Oh, we did all of our own renovations. Yes. Who laid yeah. the floor? Uh, that'll be my ex-husband. <laughs> Sounds like Stark. That guy. <laughs> that guy. Did Cody help him or Tommy? Uh, I don't know. I remember him being up there by himself. Probably. <laughs> yeah, I think Tommy was playing baseball. But I don't think he was like trying to coordinate with people and, and like he wasn't getting <laughs> He it. wasn't reaching out. <laughs> right. Hey, bros. I think can... he just like chose the time to go up there. Yeah. 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 I think he had had the most experience with yes. playing wood floor. Yeah. I even remember going and like picking out the exact wood floor okay. with the proper subfloor to give the most cushion uh-huh. absorbing do re- experience do you remember where we got that floor? i remember it had it like, was a gym we got it at lumber liquidators yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a black and yellow sign. it's a black and yellow sign and it was the cheapest because it was on the old gym floor that i'm thinking of we looked into old gym floors we tried. We, we tried we tried but they were still very expensive 
Um, but it was there, it was on like, um, you know, when there's like leftover, like granite or leftover, uh-huh. right. there's like surplus yeah. of this floor. And it yeah. was because our space was so small that it was like, oh, this will work. <laughs> I remember them talking a lot about subflooring, which yes. LOL, it's, it's just a, a piece pad of foam. Yeah. It's like a pad or there can be like a wood, so like a, um, <laughs> like what's that sawdust when it's put together and it makes wood. Yes. There can, uh, cork. Yeah. Like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah, they, we had to make sure that. You know, that people's knees were supported. Okay, so we did all of our own <laughs> renovations. We rented this. Ba- do you remember how much rent was I do. each month? Hold on, I'll tell you. I want, what I, was our membership? I know that it would go up. Our, member, our membership was 30 a month. And that's like what we crept up from. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How did we make money? I felt like didn't. rent was 15 um, or 1,000. I could find the final lease. What we were paying I say by the we end. I ended, uh-huh. It was like three grand a month. What? It was no. Yeah, twenty eight hundred. No, I'm gonna look it up. But no, I think we were like at fifteen hundred before too. Yeah, I want to say it went from like fifteen to eighteen. Um, but remember, we also got the mirrors from like Freddie's glass. Oh yeah, you had a friend connection, and then just held them up with the little brackets. Yeah, the little clear tabs. Yeah, I think also someone had sold their mirrors from a different studio. But if you stood in a weird spot, it was like a fun house. Wait, (laughs) didn't we did get those mirrors from? The old studio. What old studio? The green one. Oh, 254? Mm-hmm. We, we did? Mm-hmm. And then we filled it in with Freddy's. Okay. We got the majority oh, of them right. from there. you're right, because it wasn't wide enough. We had Same with others. the stage. Oh, that came from 2542? Yep. Okay. Interesting. We just cut it down like four feet. So backstory, Emily and I went into a venture with another local fitness instructor and we opened up 254 Fitness, is Mm -hmm. that right? It was in the back of a CrossFit building. Um, It was back when we were teaching Zumba. Mm -hmm. And so that was just a little short-lived thing, um, which was great because I think it gave us a lot of experience in terms of business ownership or gym ownership, you know? Yeah. Um, But that didn't work out. It was very, very, very short-lived. I think less than a year, right? Yeah. I want to say it was like summer of 2011. Yeah. Yeah. And then she went. Right. And so also contextually, I think what's important about that first rented space is that we literally were moving from venues that were either donated or that we were paying minimal fees for um, taking in. People could attend our classes um, through donating funds or I don't know, maybe we sold like $5 drop in classes or something like that. But all of the donations that we took in from those classes Mm -hmm. were that's what we used to quote unquote move into this new home right right Right. because at the time cappy had another job i had another job so that's what you were living off of a lot of money (laughs) (laughs) you were a part-time video director editor you know i gave myself the title of director (laughs) of video production okay because it was just me for your church at the time yeah i did it all Mm -hmm. yeah and you were still married. So you were living off of those funds. I had $1,200 a month coming in with that gig. And I think you were doing like oh Dave Ramsey's envelope system, weren't you? I was. I gave myself $20 a week of fun money. <laughs> you weren't having much fun. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to a matinee today. Hey, you know what I do? Go to Panera. That's you what this what I is. Do? Eat a lot of Froyo. That's what, That's what we did. You could do that once a week for four weeks for $20. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, what $20 a week? Oh, a week? Oh, a week? Yeah, oh yeah. I heard a month. Okay. Oh, no, a week. Okay. A fun <laughs> money. <laughs> <laughs> Let's not forget that 20 a week is still not very much. 
Yeah. I think that twenty a month that you could have all kinds of fun for twenty a week. Five dollars a week or twenty dollars a month. <laughs> that is how you the math can go works. to Jack okay, in the Box. But you, and get a meal. you made that own budget for yourself, right? Did I? Did I have a say in the budget? I don't. I'm asking. You sound a little bit British. <laughs> did I? <laughs> so, so your at the time husband said you get twenty a week. I think I don't know if it was a did joint planning session. <laughs> I think there was more 20s in his envelope than mine, <laughs> if I had to guess. Yeah, I do remember you saying you would often take money. He would take money out of my out envelope. Of different things. <laughs> well, Move and then around. you're forced to like, well, then can I have fun with you? <laughs> nope. You have more fun money than That's I do. That's your own fun money. <laughs> you are having more fun than I am. <laughs> I mean, did that count for like going out and eating? Or were you there like, no, a, you're paying from your money yeah, this time? Yeah, I'd have to go back. I have them locked in my brain. There were different categories, and each category was like... Oh, I remember the envelope system. Yeah. And the server. Uh, oh, separate checks? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you got it this week? Okay, I'll get it next week. I don't know if it actually addressed the issue was we needed to make more money. Right. Well, I appreciate the spirit and the effort yeah. um, of the envelope. Yes. What? Yeah. If I were you, I would have been calling my parents about every damn week asking here's, for more money for myself. Here's what I'm getting at. Here's what I'm getting at. Um, we all, in some way, shape, or form, whether it was easier or harder for each of us, um, but we're able to teach and build refit without taking income from refit correct for many yes. for a very long time which for is a very why long time. i was able to take that 20 dollars and hide it in a drawer and put it towards refit no i'm just kidding <laughs> which is why it was a hobby right we none of us depended on any of that income right to to sustain life yeah um, i do think to qualify as a job you do have to get paid to do it yes <laughs> otherwise it's a volunteer <laughs> <laughs> well then in that case i'm still volunteering guys <laughs> um yeah, no, I'm so kidding. But yeah, so then moving to the rented studio, we had to literally put big girl panties on. You uh -huh. know, we had to have a budget. Emily, I remember. <laughs> I don't like the image of literal big girl panties. Well, that's a mommy phrase. It's a mommy term. <laughs> big girl pants. Yeah. Um. But I remember, Emily, you did some math and told us how many actual members we had to have in order mm -hmm. to keep the studio. Do you remember? It was 63. 63. Paying $30 a month. And I looked. Our first rent was 1850 okay. And it did go up to 2250 by the time we were done. Okay. Gosh, yeah. for that crap hole. Well, <laughs> let's not forget who wanted to stay there. Well, add on we'll another building. <laughs> Remember when you said that? Oh my god. We'll get there. We'll we get have there, all guys. this parking lot space. Y'all, yeah. the crickets. Uh, Remember the crickets? Oh my gosh. Oh. I, I, it's, the it's smell still in my nose. They would just die in there yeah. and just when you moved that mat on the back, that's where they, they just all lived. All lived. Oh, Man. behind the couch too. We we Ooh. did a lot with a little. Um, it was very a very humble abode. I mean, I mean anybody that has purchased their first home and has grown into their now forever home, you're gonna look back on that first home and shudder. You're gonna think like, how did we ever live there? How mm -hmm. do we do that? And yeah, that's that's true for us. You know, how did we do it? Um, we made it very homey. I remember did. being very proud of it. I don't. I know we're like joking about all the things we didn't do well. Yeah. But I remember you went to like Marshalls and you got a 
the things for the bathroom. I was going to say the same thing. The chandelier. The chandeliers. Oh, I forgot the, about that. The little thing that hung on the door that was like a chalkboard. And yeah. even just the little accessories. We I remember, y'all, we redid the countertop and the bathroom. We did that tile and we thought we were fancy. Oh, but it wasn't real tile. Nope, it wasn't. Sticker tile. It was. But it looked, but it looked, it looked real. very nice. <laughs> um, it was a very, very It was a nice efficient. added feature that was very hard to clean later. Uh-huh. But, Lots of grout. Yeah, but we made it as homey as we could. We're going to have to dig out some pictures and drop them in the show notes. I say that. we don't that. have. Yeah, I don't know. Show notes. Help us. Uh, gift of Gabby. Do, do we, we have, have show notes? Kelly, we don't know. But well, if we yeah, have. Yeah, help us. If we have show notes, that's We don't something. know what those are. Yeah, we should add that. Okay. Um, just to give a visual to people who weren't able to visit. I do remember one time we had an instructor who came and was rather un- impressed mm-hmm. with the size of our studio. I think. Well, because I think they already were kind of referring to it as the mothership. Okay. Yeah? Yeah, maybe. I mean, we had instructor training. I really want to had... say the person's name, no, but I no. won't. <laughs> no, we're not. But I think because we videoed for a lot of our YouTube videos, and uh-huh. you know, sometimes what you see in a YouTube video, you're imagining there's more space around what yeah, you're seeing. Right. And so when people would come to visit, they would realize, oh, that's the wall. She said, this is I, it. <laughs> that's literally what she said. She goes, oh, this it? And with with something the, lodged in my brain that was like, we've created this community online with people who don't live here and mm-hmm. we don't, nec- this home isn't big enough for them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Well, and the yeah. other thing too is that refit has always been more than the workout. Right. And so for someone to come into our space and literally walk through the door and where they have arrived (laughs) is on the workout floor. And they're like, oh, yeah, there was no lobby. It was just like one large space. You're in. Yeah. Yes. And so then after class, if people wanted to stay and connect, they had to just go stand outside. There was a couch in the people kind of. But again, it was just in the room. Right. There There was no wall. There there, were no walls. There was no place to go other than the workout floor or the bathroom. Right, right. Or the bathroom the is kind of a one in, one out. Yeah. It's not like a locker room. We need a two dollar, but that last that last one was questionable. <laughs> On the fritz. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mean, there was a little back room that held our computer For, where we streamed yeah. things. But I think and we said like employees only. So yeah, I mean, yeah. The crickets was, just took over. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And we converted so, a shower into a storage room. Do you remember that? But also, uh, uh, Lee set out as a spray tanning booth for a little bit. We did. We had a... <laughs> innovative. We, we were innovative. That That's how you make money. We didn't 50 a month, you can have it. 50 bucks? We made <laughs> money off that deal? Listen, <laughs> we had to have that experience. For sure. You have to do that so that you know what you do and don't want mm-hmm. when you get to build the house that right. you're forever home. And right. I don't exactly... Do you guys remember what precipitated the decision where we were like, we've got to move out of here. Well, on a very practical level, we were at a point of having to renew the lease. Okay. Yeah. And it was either like a year to year and cost was going up. Yeah. Our extension like was unfavorable. Yeah. Yeah. And, and then I think we ran the numbers, you know, being the math geniuses we are. We <laughs> being one of, or both of y'all. <laughs> And I didn't run any numbers. <laughs> she walks and I just ran. <laughs> uh, and I don't know what made us feel like that space was not enough anymore. Right. Because we weren't like moving to a wait list only. You know, it wasn't like we were having <laughs> yeah. over 60 people in class because that was kind of our capacity was 
I at think that it 60. was the larger refit community. Recon was growing our annual event with our refit community. And it, I think it was when people would come in from out of town, they were like, you know what they were like? <laughs> well, we couldn't host. We could not host them. We couldn't. We we physically did not have the space for them. Yeah. And I think the other thing too was officing out of that was a separate it. location. That was it. That's what it was. We were paying two two rents, rents. and yes. the amount that we were paying, it was like. Okay, when it broke to two grand a month and it was like twenty two fifty, and then the renewals were like twenty three fifty, twenty four fifty, yes. twenty five fifty, and it kept going up. And then we were paying a thousand dollars a month for yes. the office space mm -hmm. downtown. The projection there was, well, for X amount more, we could actually have an eleven thousand square foot building right. and, and have an and investment own and own exactly. it. Mm -hmm. Right? Yeah, yes. that, that that's it. what it was. So again, contextually to bring everybody back, if you weren't with us at the time, we had our studio on Richland Drive, but when we also had the need for business offices. We rented an apartment downtown, literally on the same floor as Catherine's apartment. Um, it was also, yeah, Emily was still traveling with baseball, so she was kind of here half year mm -hmm. in certain seasons. Catherine and I were working out of her literal apartment in her second bedroom. But then as we started adding on staff members, we uh -huh. hired a few part-time people. We hired Aaron as our first full-time employee. Um, you ended up coming back home. Yeah, because when good. we hired Aaron, that was right, right about my first full yep. year in Waco. Yeah, mm -hmm. so we had to get this other office space. And the logical thing was for us to just, you know, rent an apartment downtown. So that rent... Plus the studio. And both were coming to a head. The studio was increasing rent. And then that office space wasn't a forever deal. Mm -hmm. Remember, they were like, you can have it for like a year. And then and it would be in like two years. Yeah. yeah. But it then is they were a like, residential building. Yeah. They, they weren't supposed to be leasing it to a business. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So that was had a, you know, time timer on it. Yeah. I did love that office though. It was really fun. It was. It was cool. fun. Had a yeah. kitchen. Yeah. We have a kitchen now. Well, in 2017 was a really, I mean, it was, it was a hard year. Like I can remember. I can remember it being a very emotionally hard year. Yeah. It was a really great fiscal year for refit. <laughs> well, 20, 2017 and, and 2018 <laughs> was like the peak that you know, we've so never like, seen again. But. Right. So it's like, man, <laughs> yeah. we are on we're the up well. and up. We're doing well. Let's go yeah. buy a building. Yeah. And, and looking back, y'all, we bought that building at a... Oh, steel. Yes. Yeah. Which it was I'm before grateful. the Magnolia effect had really hit downtown. Mm -hmm. So things hadn't really bubbled over in terms of price gouging demand or, yeah mm -hmm. so we were able to get that and you know I do want to say Catherine you really were at the helm of finding locations working with realtors um getting securing all the grants and oh my gosh getting all the engineering mm -hmm. surveys that we needed to have the <laughs> Um, Glad that stuck out. Yeah, <laughs> a thing to be grateful for. Well, I something mean, I, with like oil under the ground, making sure the yeah. land was safe. Oh my gosh, the the environmental survey, environmental. The meeting with the architects, um, finding designers. I mean, you you really put that whole thing on your back. And mm -hmm. was it because you were gone a lot? Were you gone or just during the yeah that 2017 when the building was purchased and renovations began? That was Tommy's last season. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yes. We were. In Canada, basically. Yeah. <laughs> and I was here. But Northern New York. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So you were physically gone. You were doing all the work. And I was intermittently excited and then often the wet blanket on the whole thing. 
Yeah. <laughs> Admittedly so. It was, in some ways, that season of the process of purchasing the building and then the renovations that happened after the purchase, that season was like super exciting, you know, for us in terms of like our business trajectory. But I think emotionally for right. the three of us, it was probably one of the thinnest places we've ever been. Mm -hmm. I think Emily coming off the heels of Tommy retiring from the baseball career for 10 years, mm -hmm. um, that last year, maybe not Just that final season, like that, that summer and fall winter was bad for you. Yeah. yeah. You specifically, yeah. Um, you with two little boys and you came home and tried to quit refit. Because <laughs> I, cause I took a lot, I'm not going to say out on y'all, but like that was where I felt like I could do something about my anger and sadness, sure. you know? You're and so in, those, it, in that moment, you're looking for what can change to give me normalcy and happiness again. And what mm -hmm. can't change is your family. Right. What can't change is the fact that you're a mom to two little boys and they're married to a baseball player. But you know what? You can change how much you work, when you work, if you work. Mm -hmm. So I, I get it. She mm -hmm. came yeah. home and was like, hey, I need to talk to you guys. I want to quit. And we were both like, I'm sorry, you are contractually bound to <laughs> this. So no, figure it out. Do what you need to do, but you ain't leaving this table. Yeah. <laughs> and then three days later, tried to quit again. <laughs> I don't know if you remember that. What was that? Yeah. We had a double quit. It was like a... Really? Yeah, yeah. I was, I was like, like, no, I really do mean it. Uh-huh. And we were like, anyway. <laughs> we're breaking up. No, you're not. Okay, yeah, I, I really remember the it. second conversation. Yeah, like I remember the first one. I was a little like the tin man from the... Uh -huh. um, the Wizard uh, of Oz. Wizard of Oz. Yes. yes. You know, I don't really remember a whole lot of it because I wasn't actually there. Right. Mm -hmm. no, and totally. so, like, mouth was moving, but insides were, mm -hmm. yeah, diary -y. obsolete. Yeah. Um, no, I think she was void of anything on the inside. Yeah. 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 It was just like, I'm going to say this. Are you all kind of drained out? But I don't remember the second conversation. I know it happened. Sorry I for don't bringing it up again. <laughs> no, no, it was like a. It, it, I think we. Uh, I think it. Three days said, later, she forgot. She already said. No, it the first we time. said like, "Hey, just like go home and think about like, let's have a, like a minute." And then you came back and you were like, "I've had a minute," and I still. And we were like, "Okay, anyway." <laughs> Ignore. Moving on. Um, what time are you coming into work tomorrow? Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, gosh, think about how. <laughs> I'm laughing at the timeline of like. Okay, guys, I'm done. To then, how much later Let's before it was like, all right, names on the line for a <laughs> bloody blah loan. Let's yeah, go. Like, <laughs> if, if it defaults, we pay for it. Who's excited? No, let's I, let's uh, renew our vows. Again yeah, I know what it is. It's a very crass analogy, but we were trying to make sure that you can't leave us. And what normal people would do is probably like get someone pregnant. Oh, normal people. <laughs> we can't get you pregnant. What, I can't put a ring on that's your That's what finger. normal people do is to get other people pregnant. <laughs> just so you know. Just, you know, not many. Baseline is just pregnant. I'm sorry. It's the only story I know personally. But okay. yes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we can't get you pregnant. We can't put a ring on your finger. We can't force you to right. stay. So, so let's just contractually let's just bound you to financially. A, a <laughs> <laughs> Hurry up and write a contract. <laughs> Oh <laughs> uh, no, I I do think that I remember you in that moment and moments and I remember thinking to myself like you aren't who I know you to be. Mm -hmm. Right. And right. that's what I wanted you to know. Like uh -huh. this your this decision that you're making is not from the Emily I know. Correct. 
you are exhausted, you're overwhelmed, y'all are trying to figure out what's next. And, you know, when someone's that way, it's very hard to go, this isn't the time to make these decisions, mm -hmm. Emily. But like, <laughs> but instead it was like, hey, we know you and like, mm -hmm. we're going to still be here. Right. And yeah. we're, we're not going to go anywhere. Yeah. 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 It was I Nicole kinda... making the decisions. Emily. <laughs> <laughs> it was Nicole Lindsay. <laughs> yeah. Contextually, Emily's middle name is Nicole. We've always, or she's always talked about that as her alter ego, kind of like the dirty version of Emily, like the mean bad girl. So, so Nicole was calling the Nicole shots that day. Nicole was calling the shots. She was. Yeah. But I do see it as, you know, and, and that has been a classic example that we've all encountered over our 10 plus years of friendship together is there are moments where one of us is drowning and we're letting go and the other two have to each grab an arm and just say, hey, you can kick and you can flail and you can cry and all the things, but we're not letting go. Mm -hmm. Like you can't see it for yourself right now. So we got you, you know, do what you need to do, but we're just going to keep holding on until mm -hmm. you resurface. Um, yeah. I know we did that, Catherine, with your divorce, you know, weathering that storm with you. I think y'all do it for me daily um, just because of the emotional train wreck that I am. But, uh, you know, I, that that is what we do for each other. And I think it, those things have been so instrumental because that's what, also what we know to do as a community. Right. You know, which right. so then you put that moment of grief that we had last week in the midst. And, you know, all of us wanted to deal with or respond to that trauma in different ways and we just had a community that that held on to us and just said we will not let go mm -hmm. y'all do what y'all need to do grieve how you need to grieve we got you we're here we're supporting you mm -hmm. so yeah I I kind of love the oxymoronic aspect of that purchase of that building that w it was on the heels of such a potential fracture yeah. Um, that then got very quickly cemented, you mm -hmm. know, and, and not just uh, like caulked, but like filled in, like that crack in the cement got filled with more cement. Like yeah. a foundational choice was made to to step into this new level of business ownership. Mm -hmm. um, and with it came, you know, a lot of added responsibility. And e even in the midst of that decision, which was the right decision, I mean, I will raise my hand and say I was the holdout. It was not a unified decision. When we went in to sign the lease on that paper. When we went in to sign the sign, not lease. The, the note. Yeah. What do you call it? <laughs> yeah, the, the note. note <laughs> to purchase the building. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yes. Um, it, it was not my finest moment. Yeah. I don't think I said a word to either of you guys. We I didn't hold up the, I bought this house. <laughs> And smile. Sold. <laughs> yeah. no. no, that didn't happen. No. We didn't all throw mm -mm. our keys in the air and I had cheer. I remember having mm -hmm. uh, wine, like I had champagne mm -hmm. at the table. And you're like, and I was like not the moment for that. Well like, pop. Yeah. <laughs> I don't yeah. think I talked to either one of you guys. I was so mad. I definitely didn't talk to the owner. I don't know that I did anything much more than just sign the paper and leave. And you know, I think as an Enneagram 8 and just knowing myself better now, anger is always my first response. And I was angry because I was scared. Mm -hmm. And and I think probably adjacent to that, there was a sense of loss of control. It's like mm -hmm. I felt like my voice wasn't being heard mm -hmm. in terms of what my fears were. 
And it was a huge risk. It still is. So it's still a big risk. It's a big note. Um, It's a a big dollars. It's a big building that we have. (laughs) Um, And I think that for me, there are moments where I like to take risks. This just felt like a really inordinate one. And I didn't like that we weren't, what it felt like to me, we weren't all aware of the risks. Even though I know we were. all even voice like, I'm concerned about that too. Mm -hmm. But in hindsight, what you were concerned about, we seemingly had like an answer for, you know, like you're concerned about this, but fear not all we need are these many members and we're going to be just fine rather than feeling that there's any sort of a a shared awareness or a shared And there's, hear me say, there's nothing more you guys could have done. I mean, y'all both tried to have all the rationale er, conversations with me. It, It wasn't. That was a moment that I just, I needed to get over myself and I didn't know how to do it. And I remember saying the whole time, I want to be wrong about this. Yeah. Like, I want y'all to prove me wrong. I don't know that you, that you can, but I want that. You know, I want to get to the end of it and be able to raise my hand and say, I was wrong. You were right. This is the move we needed to make. And so here we are. What's the date? Uh, October 5th. October 5th. 2023 at what time is 12 it? 50 p.m. 12 p.m. I'm raising my hand to say I was wrong. Yes. Cue them. <laughs> we can celebrate that, right? It's okay to be wrong. Yeah. And you guys were right. And it was exactly what we needed. And it precipitated the kind of growth and the elevation and the experience that we wanted for our community and yeah, I'm sorry you, Catherine, felt alone in that. I know even to this day that can, that's still a mm-hmm. thing that can kind of get thrown into the ring um, when emotions are thin and, you know, we're all trying to, like, defend ourselves. I know carrying that alone must have been a really hard thing to do. But I also hope that five years in, you're able to be really proud of that because you essentially did it by yourself, <laughs> you know, with minimal input for – Emily and myself, and, and you get to walk every day into a place that, that literally has your fingerprints all over it. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you for saying that, <laughs> Angela. <laughs> there are many fingerprints. <laughs> some from construction workers. <laughs> and some from my heart. <laughs> okay. No, yeah. I'm turn it off. No, yeah. Thank you for saying that. I know that that is... Hindsight's twenty twenty, and I think that it's hard. You know, I, I didn't make perfect steps there mm-hmm. by no, you know, by no means. Uh, neither did the contractors, um, <laughs> or the project managers, yeah, or the subs. No, right, you know, every um, project's gonna. Yeah, uh, I I do look at that building as one of the things I'm most proud of. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that we've done, and as you should. Yeah, and I, it's not a building; it's the the people in the building, it's the touches, you know, I remember, you know, the phrase that we would use to describe the, um, the relationship that we had at that time would be disagree and commit, Mm -hmm. disagree and commit, disagree and commit. I definitely felt the disagree from you. (laughs) I was concerned if the commit would happen, right? I just, because I know you and I, I believe you like the things Mm -hmm. when you say the words, I'm like, I believe you. Mm -hmm. And, uh, I remember, it was, there were some issues. They had, they had demoed everything and you know, there was no walls and I was looking at the plans and I just didn't feel right. We didn't have a conference room drawn on the plans. 
And I wasn't confident in my ability to make that decision alone. And I was a little nervous to be like, you know. Hey, Angela, do you think you can help me with the building? <laughs> like, I was a little nervous to make that, you know, ask that question. But I remember asking you, like, hey, I don't feel right about this. And you were like, get chalk and I'll meet you up there. And we chalked. Off. The bathroom. The bathroom. We made the about. bathroom bigger. We, mm -hmm. we. Oh my gosh, it was so tiny. It was so the tiny. One, it, it was like a hallway. Yeah. <laughs> this is a sad bathroom. Yeah. We made a conference room and you did all these things in there and, you know, redid the plans and showed the guys and, you know, they executed it. But, but that's just one of those moments I look back on that I'm like, that's the definition of disagree and commit. Mm -hmm. It wasn't mm -hmm. like you were like, I'm so excited, probably. Yeah. But you were able to. And then now look at the space. So you know what people say they love? The bathroom. Well, the locker is my favorite part. <laughs> right. Yeah. It's the place yeah. I'd be lined to show people first. Yeah. yeah. Well, we had signed the note. Yeah. <laughs> so now we got to make it work. Um, so I can definitely get behind that. But yeah, I think my favorite part of this space is I do really love the hallway yeah, the, um, with the banners hanging mm -hmm. down. I don't actually even know where I saw that idea or how I came up with it. Or maybe it wasn't even my idea. In my mind, it is. No, you <laughs> said, I remember what you said. You said, I want a life-size pom-pom. Pom-pom, yeah. And so then I met with John Peel, the Sticker Universe guy, and was like, how do we do this? Yeah. And so that's... And I wanted these banners of affirmation so yeah. that as people were walking down the hallway, they felt like people were cheering them on for just the choice to show up for themselves. And so if you've been at the studio and you look at those banners, um, we sold those banners as a fundraising opportunity so that people could help with the purchase of the mm -hmm. building. And so they've got people's names on them, but then they also were able to uh, supply the encouragement or the cheer that they wanted. So I love that. Mm -hmm. I love every aspect of that, the walls, the stalls, the toilet paper, the banners, the the exterior sign on the wall that says everybody belongs that entire building talks to people mm -hmm. it champions yes. Yes. people as they walk into the studio as they drive by the studio and that's what I, I literally wanted those positive empowering messages oozing from every corner mm -hmm. of every yeah part of our building yeah and and I it's, think we did that yes the chairs say we got your back and there's people's mm -hmm. names on them you open up the lockers there's encouraging statement with someone's name on it who get who gifted um that i mean literally you sit down on the toilet and you look over rolling with my homies. and it says rolling with my homies <laughs> like there's there's something and those were your touches that you added just how you added them at the old bathroom at the old <laughs> studio with a little chandelier like I, yeah but leveled like, up from marshall's yeah <laughs> no but like that's what i'm saying like that's where it starts and so many times people just hear the complete finished product story they see that and they think i can't do that mm -hmm. but when they hear that there were 400 crickets in a corner of a studio that made it smell like awful every yeah. day and that was our norm mm -hmm. you know that's where that's where the growth happened and that's where it started and then yes when we we were tripping along trying to figure out how to renovate the the new studio it didn't just like all become perfect and yeah, right? on a budget yeah. on i mean budget. much like the first rented studio where right. we did a lot of manual labor i mean this time we had city codes to work with <laughs> and there were things that we had to do that cost money mm -hmm. and yet at the same time trying to figure out how to be as uh, fiscally minded as possible with with those decisions. And yeah, well, I, I've always said, mm -hmm. you know, we're we're the kind of team, not just the three of us, but our entire team, we can do a lot with a little. Yeah. 
And I think that building is proof. Now, not to say that it did not cost a lot. It did. It does. <laughs> so it <does>. is. <laughs> will. It will. For it's a note. Fifteen more years. <laughs> Twenty year fixed. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's it's the biggest thing. And I know people probably often think, Well, how did they do that? You know, I bet they had their husbands. I bet they had Y'all, the answer is no. The answer is no. no. No one has invested in refit. No, no one's husbands. Other than, <laughs> yeah, other than us. Other, other, yeah, I was going to say. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we have a note from a yes. bank, but yes. yeah, we don't have like secret monies. Yeah. No secret. I was going to say, um, like doing things and making decisions of like, well, where can we cut costs? Do y'all remember choosing to leave the production room alone. What mm -hmm. I still call the production room. Nothing gets produced in there. <laughs> Are the orders. Ten for Taylor. <laughs> yeah. But like a lot of trash. And I think we were thinking there'd be like videos in there. Yeah. That's why we cut those windows. Right. Yeah. But we used them we yesterday. Had we did for the first yes, time in five <laughs> years. Taylor it looked good. Yeah. It looked I was great. really happy with how that looked. Yeah. yeah. We could just keep the, the wheel, the wagon there and that can be our permanent <laughs> yeah, setup. Yeah, We're saying we needed a, a real setup. There it is. Um, no, but that we had our staff come in shifts and paint that whole room. Yes. Because that was a place that, well, this is a lot of wall and this is however many thousands to pay to have paint. It was like 10 grand painted. to paint that room or something ridiculous. Yes. And we were like, and we so then can we paint just it. got our wheelies yeah. and rollers. It was like 10 grand. We're going to bring 10 people. How about yeah. that? I we're going to spend 500 and paint DIY. Yeah. Though the painters were there and you remember they came in and they like felt bad for us. And so they kept giving us their tools and be like, this is actually how you do that. <laughs> like they kept it. But it was such a, a beautiful moment to even see the people who were going to call that place home yes. and like for that to be, to kind of be there to finish it out. Yeah. You know, in the same way that all of our national community members were able to contribute to add those final finishing touches. Mm -hmm. We could not have done it without the community. Right. Literally. Well, right. even still, still can't. Right. You no, know, I mean, it's, yeah, it's the stuff that a lot of business owners don't want to like, don't like to talk about because yeah. you always want to present like this very confident, successful. Great. But yeah, but we, we had struggle. the budget to get it to this point. And then because of them, we were able to present it in the way that it is now. Yeah. And, really and still to this day, every membership matters. Every dollars spent with us, you know, is is helping keep a business up because because we did not take investor funding because mm -hmm. we don't supplement from our husband's paychecks. You know, <laughs> I mean, it it literally is every month. You know, a fight to the finish. To you know, how do we make our company more profitable so we can keep these doors open so we can continue to pay people so we can hire to help create the infrastructure that we need to support the business I mean it's it's a a, a hard cycle mm -hmm. you know to be in from a, a business owner right now but so if you're interested in refit on demand <laughs> it is $9.99 a month right now we will have a refit app in the future the price will jump so you need to jump in now <laughs> refitrev.com backslash on demand attention customers <laughs> Uh, yeah, no. The it, doors will be closing yeah. in 2025 <laughs> if you don't help us. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I, I well, love... Liquidations. Yeah. <laughs> What's that? It's always on like a... Everything must go. Everything must go. <laughs> it's like always the store that always says everything must go. Yeah. Uh, no, I completely agree that the community, like I think about, we had all of our instructors in the locker room on the sheetrock. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you remember, mm -hmm. uh, on yeah, the Hardy board. They all wrote on it. Uh -huh. We had them write just, you know, and what did Crescenta write? Do y'all remember? 
I don't know. I remember I'm gonna the, find the it. picture of her in it. And I remember something. She Whatever she said, when was that? 2017? 2018? She, whatever she said, I was like, that is good. I'm going to look it up. It probably would have been 18. Because that's really when, because if we held our first class in October of 2018, by the time there was sheetrock and all that, that was, I think, closer towards the end. Yeah. Well, while you're looking it up, I think one of the things that I have continued to enjoy so much about the building is that, you know, when people come to Waco to visit Chip and Joe's empire and, you know, look around the silos um, refit fans will also make a point to stop by the studio. Some of them mm-hmm. bypass Magnolia altogether. They just want to come see the mothership and the HQ uh, building. I I get so much joy from the moments that I have seen, you know, husbands taking pictures of their wives in front of the Everybody Belongs wall because they think that we're closed and being able to go out and say like, hi. We see you. Yes. I mean, I, you know, I just try to imagine, like, who do I love other than Taylor Swift enough to do things like stalk a building or go to a city to visit their offices? And, you know, it just, what? Mm-hmm. I don't, it's, after all these years, just still so, yeah. so mind-blowing that. Well, yesterday, uh, I don't know if I told you all this, I, um. Uh, was in the office and Michelle was like, hey, there's somebody here from Canada and she was insane. Was it the fireman? No. Was it the, the male Canadian guy that wanted a date with you? It was a woman named oh. Joy. Same, same. <laughs> <laughs> remember the guy from Canada? I don't remember that. Yes. He emailed. Oh, And he was yes. like, I only want one thing, and that is to spend a day with Catherine. Wow. What a thing to say. <laughs> it feels like a lot of pressure, fireman from... I, I think yeah. fireman was the wrong thing, but definitely a Canadian man. Which uh, I think they're cute most of the time. E? Yeah. Very nice. Yeah. I found very, very nice. <laughs> very, very nice. Okay. I'm a southern nice. belle. Uh, yeah. Joy from Canada was oh. in San Antonio for a work event. Okay. And forced her husband to drive to Waco. That's not a short drive. It is not. People that don't live in Texas. It is three hours. hours. Full three. And they did like Magnolia and like kind of like. You know, she's like, I had to like justify the trip. And so we kind of done some Waco things. Um, but I just wanted to come by and just be in here. She can even take a class. Wow. And so. How does she join us? YouTube. She found us on YouTube years ago. She wow. did it with her daughters. Her daughter's she, now in high school Can she do a paying something with us? Joy, uh, if you're listening, if you're listening to this, yeah, attention. Read it on demand. It is nine ninety nine a month. It's available for you. You can use the code one month free, Joy, and you will get one month free. There you go, Joy. Thank Canada. you, Joy. You're so nice to make the trip. Now we need for you to start giving us a little more money. That ten dollars is gonna go a long way, Joy. Well, she's That's been up. a fan for years. I think it's time. Much like you, forced you into a contract with us, Emily. Joy, we need yeah. we need something more than a friendship bracelet. We need a paying skin. membership. Skin. I found skin I, in your game. I found the, ooh, the game. skin in your game. <laughs> the game. Skin in your game. I found the wall, but I can't read it because the photo's so bad. Oh. I'm going to have to ask Crashy. She'll remember. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, a lot so. of love in the mothership. A lot of hands went into it. Still go into it, like you guys said. I th- I hope that, I think, okay, I'll say 
being proud of it opening up was like yeah and remember they shut off our water like right before we had like temp temp That's electricity right. and temp water and they were like we're gonna shut it off now so we yes. had to like call city of waco the whole before thing. we were about to host 125 people yeah. and then y'all yeah. i don't know if you remember this we got our certificate of occupancy 24 hours prior we could not move in one piece of furniture prior mm -hmm. to that and then we had recon and 100 plus people and that was yeah, wild. But you know, all of those things, because looking back and hearing all of that, I am bewildered <laughs> that we had the time, the manpower, the motivation to do it. But it just reminds, we have only ever known how to do hard things. Mm -hmm. it, not by choice. It's just because we're willing to put in the time and the work and the hustle and the grit. Because of love. Because of love. Yeah. Literally. I mean, does that sound dumb? You I'm going to make that? a t-shirt out of it because of love. Because of love. Mm -hmm. I don't know what it means. <laughs> <laughs> more, more. Blessed are the peacemakers. For them. There we go. Yes. That's it. Love. Uh, <laughs> no, I, I do. Yes, we've done hard things because I don't think it's because of pride. Oh gosh, no! I don't, or and ego. I don't think we're just like gluttons for punishment. No, we're like know? stubborn. Yeah, and we're not stupid. It's not that we continue <laughs> to make stupid decisions. Right, it's right. Just, we don't make things hard on ourselves. I mean, well, we can. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I think we could be more efficient sometimes. <laughs> so if you want to work for us, yeah. Uh, no, but I, you know, a lot of people, their the ego is what drives, and uh -huh. that I, I don't think that is it i do really do think it is a love for people and and to do good by the love that we've received yeah that's, that's good that's what i feel can you write that down okay. to do good by the love by the love we received i got it i felt like that belongs maybe on an upcoming wall in the studio i don't know uh but yeah yeah. yeah, I agree with that. I, I can say from top to bottom and bottom to top, when we make decisions, the end person that we are always thinking about is what is best for our community mm -hmm. or how can we love or how can we serve or how can we make this about them? And anytime you're making decisions for the benefit or the good or to serve other people, I, I don't know how ego also fits in that. You know what I'm saying? Right. Well, and you just are willing to do more, you know? Mm -hmm. And I think there are a lot of mm -hmm. businesses, companies, individuals that have these aspirations, but when the drive mm -hmm. isn't strong enough, once you hit that hard thing, it is so easy to just say, never yeah, mind. I'm done. Or yes. maybe it wasn't meant to be, or yeah. maybe it, but we, we've always known that obstacles don't mean red flags, right? Mm -hmm. And it doesn't mean that we are wrong or chasing the wrong thing because we know that the intention is pure mm -hmm. and the motive is for others. Yeah. And so we can keep pressing in. Yeah. Speaking of mothers, what? I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I, I think back to 20, I'm pregnant. Oh, no. <laughs> what a segue. Yeah, no. You said Canadian man. <laughs> well, guys, we did meet. <laughs> I was going to run down that road and I'm not. Um, well, guys, I got a story for you. Uh, no, but just kind of back to the mothership. The moment that we opened those doors to our community in 2018 at our largest event at the time for Recon, 
I did not expect to feel what I felt. I remember it's like seared in my brain on stage yep. with y'all. Yep, yep. You Same. remember it too? I remember that moment on stage. Yeah. I just was like, this is okay. This is it. This is it. This is worth it. This is worth it to see um, our Seattle instructors. I can see their faces. They specifically were on the front row, like just, and I'm like, you just got here from Seattle. Mm -hmm. You know, like yeah. I was so, and the fact we could have that many people in the room mm -hmm. and they were, they were looking at the walls and they were looking at the life-size pom-pom and they were opening the lot. They were just like kids in a candy store. Mm -hmm. And I thought, okay, it was worth every penny, every sleepless night, every tear, every frustrating conversation, every place of doubting ourselves. Like, okay. Mm -hmm. you, you know, know, you hear people will talk about churches at times. They'll say phrases like, um, church is a building, mm -hmm. but the people are the love. Mm -hmm. Or um, what's the, another way that they've said it? Like... There's the church, here's the people. No. The doors, here's the people. The church is the people. The church. Mm -hmm. The church is not the building, it's the people. Right. It's right. without walls. Yes. Yeah. And. <laughs> right? Church without walls? No. Yeah. It's the people. The church is the people. Yeah. Yes. And what I think is unique about what we've done is that we've made it both. The building is. The people. place where people get yeah. to come. And we've made sure that the building is a representation of the values and the love that we share or have for people. But then also the people that continue to step inside the building reinforce mm -hmm. it. So it's mm -hmm. both and. It's not just the people. It's We had to build a place for the people to come to experience the love that we want to share, to do good by the people who have loved us. Yeah. And like when you think about, you know, this is a weird analogy, but like Disney World, I grew up watching that. But when you go, mm -hmm. different experience. Yeah. Yep. And I think where the building, the mothership was created by those people before they got there. That's what I'm like, whoa, guys, like mm -hmm. this is because of you. Yeah. This exists because of you, you know, mm -hmm. Cuseline. because of you. Kelly Clarkson. Oh, that's right. Because of you, I never lived. Yeah. But yeah, you know, it wasn't us going and taking out the loan, signing the note to build something with these big dreams that all these people that we didn't know yet would right. come. Right. If you build it, it they would come. No. Right. Other way around. Yeah. They're they here. have to want to come. Here. So you have to build it. We, we got to do something because yeah. they're yeah. here. Yeah. And I think just to kind of turn the corner here and, and wrap this episode up of the mothership, I think about how poignant I'm processing here. I don't have it all fully formed in my mind. But when we have a person in a moment like Kathy who returned to the mothership to experience the joy and the love that this community held for her and that she was a part of creating um, and to be able to have th those moments with her, even the final one with her, I think is such a full circle moment that, you know, we can on good days always talk about the, the joy and the laughter and the love and, and yay, 
that works. That's what community is. But I think the real test of community, just as it was for our friendship, is to be able to weather the moment of incredible, tremendous grief and pain and see how that community rises to support mm-hmm. one another and each other in that moment. Not that I'm at the place yet where I can say, oh, I'm thankful that it happened. I think it's still too fresh. It's still too new, still too traumatic for a lot of us, but I'm already seeing our community in a very different way because of the way that they have held that pain for us mm-hmm. and the way that they've held on to each other in the midst of it. Like that, we can talk all day long about, you know, what does it mean to be a, success, a successful business? Uh, is that a financial number? Is that because you hit goals? Is it because you have um, an efficient team? But where we've started and I believe where we end, the success of our business will always be how did we impact people's lives? How did we create a sense of belonging and joy and pain? Mm-hmm. How did we tend and care for one another? How did we honor our, our customers, I hate to say that, our community members? And have we always been motivated by the right things? And I think 10 plus years, mm-hmm. the answer is yes. And it will continue to be. I just, I don't ever see us turning into something we never intended or wanted to be in the first place. It's too connected to who we are as friends and as people. Mm -hmm. And that's the only reason I keep showing up after 10 years because, you know, the numbers aren't, aren't there to say, yeah, keep going. Mm -hmm. But the people are. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's right. Well, on that note, Thanks for listening. <laughs> um, yeah. To another episode of Finding Fit. Yeah. Thanks for letting us unpack all that for you guys. Um, I know that we haven't been very regular with our episodes, mm-hmm. but we love sharing our stories just like we love sharing the Imperfect 10 journey with you guys, those of you who were part of that storytelling email experience. Um, and I just want to ask this of our listeners and our Refit community members, you know, one way that you can help spread the refit love is by doing very simple things, liking, sharing, commenting, forwarding this episode to a friend, um, but always just expressing the refit love in the ways that you can. So um, we want to thank you for listening. Here's to season. What season is this? Three. Three. I think it's episode three. Of season three. Okay. Yeah. We and took just, a little bit of a break. You are invited to the mothership. Yeah. Whether you ever actually work out with us or maybe you just enjoy podcasts and this is the only yeah. side of us that you know, let us hug you in your life and look yeah. you in the eye and thank you. Whether you're a Canadian fireman or <laughs> Canadian mom. <laughs> Name Joy. Name Joy. <laughs> we would love to meet you and see you at the mothership. Mm-hmm.